Hi everyone and welcome to today's episode of All Things Healthcare. In this episode, we will be speaking about President Trump's unique plan for the future of America's healthcare system. We'll touch upon the latest words of the president's plan and what he believes the best vision of a healthcare system in America should be. With time ticking down towards election day, it's important to know how we want our country to be run and what protections we want under our president. We're here to help you delve even deeper into your 2020 decision. The United States does not have a universal health insurance coverage. Nearly 92% of the population was estimated to have coverage in 2018, leaving 27.5 million people, or 8.5% of the population, uninsured. The ACA resulted in an estimated 20 million gaining coverage, reducing the share of uninsured adults aged 19 to 64 from 20% in 2010 to 12% in 2018. However, with President Trump's health care plan, he wants to dismantle the ACA and many of the protections that are coming with it that protect people with pre-existing conditions. On Trump's website, promisekept.com, he said administration used alternative ways to expand healthcare access to Americans in need, including 2.5 million people in rural areas, but his healthcare plan hasn't yet to see any changes. The last change for healthcare was in 2017. Um, so basically, like he has a lot of good ideas that he wants to put in place, but he's never given a sure way of how he's going to make it happen, which is leaving a lot of people unsure about his, like, like his credibility and his credibility. He's like, for example, he's talking a lot about how he wants to lower drug prices, and he said in the presidential debate that occurred a few days ago that he was planning on making drug prices reduced by 80 to 90 percent. But he never really gave an explanation for how he was going to do this, other than that he was going to get drugs imported from other countries, which might seem like a good idea, but he isn't really giving a direct proposal upon how he's going to get this done for the country. He did have some success, though, because in his presidency, the FDA has approved more lower-priced generic drugs than ever before. And in his presidency of 2017 to 2018, the FDA approved more than 1,600 generic drugs. And by doing this, um, it can be a lot cheaper, which is better for people in the lower class because they have more opportunities to get benefits that they need and they're more able to get these medications. He also has signed executive orders to discount prices on insulin and epifectrin, which he discussed also in his debate. Trump's executive orders are enforceable um, unless Congress passes legislation to enact them. That's again going off of how he doesn't really have a plan for everything. Although he has had some success, he doesn't have a solid plan. Um... Just overall, it kind of shows the fact that he doesn't have this plan, that, like, how credible really is he. In his, um, especially in the debate when the mediator asked what his plan exactly was, which he calls the America's First Healthcare Plan, um, he didn't really have an answer. He kind of told what he wanted to do, but he never really explained how he was going to do this. He said, he claimed that he will make insulin cheap like water, but how cheap is that? What does that actually mean? How is he going to get this done? And he kind of just attacked his opponent, Biden, and attacked Obamacare, but didn't really how his plan would be any better than any of these. 
Um, there's also a lot of negative things that he's doing in his healthcare plan. Like he's saying he wants to take away benefits for people of other religions and part of LGBTQ. Um, and that's just simply because he doesn't agree with them. And that's not a very good look for his plan because he's taking away benefits for people that still deserve it even though he doesn't agree. Not only that, he also has sought a federal ban on funding for clinics that provide women for abortion, like Planned Parenthood. He also allowed employers to exclude Affordable Care Act contraception coverage for religious or moral reasons. Um, also, I'd like to touch upon his response to COVID-19, if we could have a little bit of a conversation about this, about how he said in like a recording about how he knew that coronavirus was as serious as it actually is, but he didn't tell the people how serious it was just because he didn't want to cause a panic. There also is some irony because our president has... <laughs> has contracted the coronavirus. And this is mainly because he has not been seen wearing a mask in public a lot, which is probably the main reason why he got it. And it's also sending a bad message to just people in general because he is not really enforcing, like, he's not really enforcing how people should be following protocols. I think for a president, he should be taking a pandemic seriously, and I don't think he's proven to enforce the dangers that COVID has and he's kind of turned it into his joke which is not helping Americans. He also chose to avoid talking about COVID in a serious way like Abby just said um, but there was a way he could have touched upon it in a serious way that wouldn't cause panic but it would have people informed about how serious the matter was. listening to this episode. Next episode, we'll be talking about Biden's health care plan for America and how it compares to Trump's.